Hello all, this is Chris Hayden, and welcome to the Sit-Down Comedy Podcast. This week we are looking at Mark Norman's Out to Lunch Netflix special. Is it Netflix? It might be on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Um, it's a delightful special. You should look into it. Next week we will be do- doing both of Hannah Gadsby's Netflix specials, uh, both Nanette and Douglas. So take a listen to them before you come back next week. And as always, like, subscribe, share, review, all that stuff. And away we go. Comedy. We're really doing it. (laughs) (laughs) We're really doing it. Uh, Welcome once again to the Sit Down Comedy Podcast. I am Chris Hayden. And I like comedy. Preston name <laughs> Preston name uh, trying to do a normanism uh just, just fill in any awkward space just with weird, constantly make weird word yeah cleavage <laughs> sorry I think I have autism I just yeah <laughs> uh so we watched Mark Norman's out to lunch which is available on YouTube yeah for free yeah like you can just watch it on YouTube uh-huh we mentioned we That's mentioned amazing I mentioned this specific Pacific uh Special when we when we did our first episode the the Louis one about not being all over Netflix now or Hulu or yeah, HBO not, or not wherever. cooperating with the yeah. industry a yeah, little bit right right with, with the industry shutting them out and now I think this we probably could double check right now the video has millions of of hits on YouTube yeah, oh yeah I didn't even look uh, it, it's recent too it's it was released in 2020 mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if it was was it released anywhere before that. Uh, I think he might have recorded it before COVID hit. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to listen Definitely. back through. He's got a he's got a podcast with another comedian, Joe List, also hilarious, both out of New York, kinda. Um, it's called Tuesdays with Stories. It's the <laughs> funniest. They just call their fans Tuesdays, which is fun. So I'm a gay. Like you, <laughs> you just say it. Um, and also we should plug the other podcasts that we have been talking about people for. So like Tomlinson, Taylor Tomlinson's got the self helpless podcast. I think is what hers is called. Oh really? I haven't even been yeah. watching hers. Um, self helpless. And then she's been all over Whitney's oh. and yeah. So it's all super of, fun. Uh, every comic in the world now has a YouTube podcast. Yeah. Everyone. Sure. sure. And I think we should plug. Yeah. Um, uh, Whitney Cummings in particular is her good for you. It's yeah, good. It's great. I love it. Did you hear Topher it. Grace's? Recently? No. So no, I have too many to watch. They were old friends before she found what money was. Oh, really? So when he was on that 70s show, she was hanging around the set. And, oh. then, and then got a writing job, writing gig for Roseanne, I think, right around there. Yeah. Um, which is so weird. So they would talk to each other like... Wait, for Roseanne? I think. I think the that's... Remake? The remake? I think... No. I think that's the timeline, though. Was Roseanne on during that 70s? I think God, it was... I'm hang, old. I think it was hanging off for dear life. But that 70s show ah. was, you know, it ended before... I was out of high school. That 70s show was really Which, old. Yeah. Like now. I, and it doesn't feel that way to me at all. No. Yeah. He's 40, 40 years old. <laughs> Topher Grace is 40 and he still looks 18. Like he looks like a child. Um, anyway. So Taylor Thomas and Self Helpless. Now we talked about Winnie Cummings. Winnie Cummings, good for you. Tom Segura is your mom's house podcast, which has... Tons staples. of little sub, I've yeah, been sub staples. Tiger Belly and Bad Friends yeah, lately. Yeah, Tiger Belly, Bad Friends. Mostly be I, like I, I knew about Tiger Belly. I didn't know about Bad Friends until <gasps> they did the switch with Two Bears. <laughs> oh my god, which is another Tom. Yeah, Zabiro, also Bert Two Kreischer. Bears. Yeah, and Tom talks Podcast. too. He has one now where he There's talks just to too like many. random people. Yeah. There's yeah. too many. Well, it's really just dive. Just go. You can now dive into it, kind of like a Netflix thing. Well, it's great because I, I work from home now, so I'm working at a computer screen, and mm-hmm. I have two screens, and mm-hmm. I put on one screen yeah. one of the podcasts, and on yeah. the other screen what I'm doing. Yeah, I kind of wish the YouTube. Uh, out, like autoplay algorithm was a little better like figuring out what you like or maybe like you could have like subsets so instead of like I don't want to watch my, my it, they can only keep track of like so yeah, many things and all of your stuff not like yeah. parts of it so I was going to say same like, with the shuffle if you ever shuffle Google Music yeah they can't do your whole playlist oh. they can only do they pick a section of your playlist and oh. they shuffle that oh because it's just too much. Yeah. It's, it's too much of, when billions of people are yeah, Apple Music can asking do it. Google. You hit genre and then shuffle and it's nice. So nice. Um, no, but I wish YouTube had like, I can pick comedy and then all like podcasts or whatever and then suggestions of you like. You can do like, that. Okay. I'll show you how. All right. You can Google it. 
<laughs> Anywho, I've been listening to Mark Norman and Tim Dillon all day, which another shout out to the Tim Dillon oh. show. Holy shitballs. Uh, <laughs> just said it to a few people and just cried all day. Like, what the fuck? It's so, they're so estranged. Uh, Tim Dillon's a real, uh, he's a real rascal. Real rascal, real rapscallion <laughs> piece of work. That's what he is. He's a, he's a, real, he's a real piece of work. He's a real he's tear a, in the paper. He's a real goofball. A real g- <laughs> so this special is hard to talk about unless you took notes or you've memorized or whatever, because this is uh, Larry the Cable Guy esque quip, 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 quip. Like just rap. Holy shit! Yeah, rapid fire. So while you're recovering from the fuck he just said, you got another fuck right there around the corner. Ah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So I feel like a good place to start would be his delivery. Yeah. Mark Norman has a unique and also very familiar. It's a twist on a classical punch. Right. Yeah. It's, it's classic and it's also his own. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, to me, so it reminded me of Norm MacDonald. Also his name's fucking Mark Norman. Like Norm MacDonald, Mark Mark Norman. Yeah. It's weird. Here's another one that I don't think a lot of people are going to get. Groucho Marx. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has a Groucho Marx style, yeah. but he, he's also kind of laughing at the fact that he has a Groucho yeah. Marx. Yeah. Like, he's kind of doing it like, ah, I'm a piece yep. of shit. Yep. Like, he's not doing it the way... The, up, the uppity, I'm better than you, yeah, that Groucho did. he's doing it like, ah, come on, I'm just telling jokes. Rickle did that, too. There's no, the, there's no I'm telling jokes. It's, ah, you're the president, and you're a piece of shit, and we all hate you. Coming from a place of yeah. comedy. But. Well, but so like all this to say, like he has a very classic stand-up comedian, mm. like not only delivery, but the way he writes jokes too. It, it, it feels like a, a next, le- now I've got a bunch of jokes that I made note of. So, so, cause I always, so I always start with like themes. Yeah. So like one of them was c- kind of that delivery. Yeah. And I, so I made notes about that. And then another, another one was, uh. Oh fuck! I gotta look it up. Well, I mean, just talk. I had a few of them. Yeah, and then I would make little oh zings. He always yeah, has little zing. zings at the end. I mean, his mom getting them was um, a good one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and like spe- very specific wordplay. And then yeah. I found myself just writing down joke like bits that he did that I just simply and I just put stars next to him. Yeah, because I didn't have a category for them other than that's just utterly brilliant joke writing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like he twists on he, words and stuff. It's he just comes play. so yeah. humbly at it, mm-hmm. and I think he's so underappreciated. Mm-hmm. He is a brilliant joke writer. Yeah, like brilliant. Yeah. The way he plays with words and ideas and like turns them on their head all the time. Well, how about this is like his personality anyway? So he's practicing in life all this shit. He talks like this. Like this is his normal shit. So he's always thinking like the fucking the dad joke and then how to spin it so that dad won't laugh at it. <laughs> it would be funny. Yeah, I, I think I the sincerity of it helps a lot. Mm. I, like I, I get the sense he feels like um, he feels like a friend in the room more than yeah. a stand up. Yeah. Yeah. When he's talking, which helps him a lot. Yeah. Like, like he, t- he gets away with a lot because of that. Yeah. Like tying into the therapy thing of him just being anxious as it is. Where like most like old school comics in this world or like talking like this would never bring up anxiety. It'd always be the slapstick or the um, relationship humor or something like that. So I have my wife, this, my wife, that, but the danger field type of thing while he's yeah. like, Oh, it's all me. I'm the problem versus everything else is the problem. And look at me and I'm complaining well, where, he, where he's like, Oh, I get it. I'm a bedwetter. Everyone fucking hates me. I hate me. He, yeah, there's something. So like there's kind of two trajectories so there's a lot of comics that do that. Yeah. That now, like pull, I was saying they'll just like lay their heart yeah, on the yeah, line, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then there's a lot of comics that do the, <laughs> um, it's a, it's a Pete Holmes. It's not even a bit. I've, I've never seen him do it on standup. I, I've just heard him talk about it on like interviews. And, uh, he calls it uh, Dewey. I do. And he, it's a fake comic called Dewey. I do. Who's just doing do what I do type. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And it's this always, it's always this like alpha male, like, mm. Hey, the bus driver, you know how you get on the bus and the bus driver is doing this, do what I do. 
take the fucking bus driver, hit him on the head. Now I'm driving the bus. Like it always ends up with like at the end, the guy's in the most alpha state. Yeah. Like, and somehow he's doing both like very sincerely. So like he very, like he maintains a, a, a confident, in control. I, yeah. You're never worried about where he's going. Yeah, there's always a resolve, I, I think. There's but he's like also a... incredibly vulnerable. Like, yeah. In, in a, and those two are more, more extreme than what I've seen in any, any other comic recently. Yeah. He's very vulnerable and very in control and confident. Like, I'm impervious. You can't hit me. Yeah. Like, and there's something about that that allows people to laugh. Like, the laughter is a vulnerability. And so you need to trust the guy in front mm. or the person, you know, whoever's in front, you need to trust them enough to be able to laugh because it's a vulnerable experience. And he does that surprisingly well, like effortlessly. It comes by very naturally. Yeah. So I have a, and I, it was the, the anxiety stuff in yeah. particular, the bedwetting and yeah. the, the therapy <laughs> Uh, like there, he's, he goes pretty deep and I don't think you would notice it because he's just so natural at it. it. It almost just goes by without yeah requiring any type of observation at all. He just feels he's always just felt like a bar comic to me, just like a, a not not a knock, like a good you're perfect for background. Like yeah. every one of your jokes, I can go to the bar and come back and hear the joke and go, oh, my God, that was fucking hilarious every time. Well, a lot of his jokes are compartmentalized too. Yeah. They're just, yep. Here's the bit. Yep. And then next bit. Um, it, it's not quite as stark as like Mitch Hedberg, you know? Oh, no, no. They're not non sequiturs. There's chapters. Right. He's got topics to talk there about. Are, there are little paragraphs, you yeah. know? Um, and also the paragraphs are filled with, yeah. like, <laughs> substance. Filled with yeah, punchlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're very thick. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of content in a very short amount of time. So it is kind of perfect for like tuning in and tuning out and tuning in and tuning yeah. out. Um, but actually, surprisingly, that's one of the things that I think uh, didn't work about an hour-long special mm. for him. I found myself after about a half hour kind of like tuning out, not thinking about it, but like, yeah. you know, my dog is on the couch and I'm like, Hey buddy, how you doing? I'm not, and now I'm thinking about the dog and folks mm -hmm. on the dog and I'm missing jokes. Yeah. Cause after about a half hour of that, I like, I think, I think he's, his style in particular is perfect for a half hour set. Yeah. I think after the half you go a little numb. Yeah. Like oh, another one, another one, another which one. was disappointing. Uh, Cause I was yeah. so enthralled yeah. with the first yeah. half hour. Yeah. But I think that's it. Where his anxiety stems from is being, one, not being uh, attended to, like no attention because his parents were like, you don't know his backstory, but like his parents were like off and like whatever. They owned a mansion in Louisiana. They bought it in a bad oh, neighborhood, shit. but it was like a decrepit mansion and they built it back up and they ran out of money and they had to put a bed and breakfast in the back. <laughs> so all these musicians and shit would come in, all these shifty individuals. So he has zero trust. Is like, I mean, uh, no trust, like all trust issues are, are his. So people would come in and steal TVs and steal their lights and steal all kinds of shit. And he's like, okay, I can't trust anybody in my life ever again. Everyone's everyone's yeah. terrible and they're all pieces I, of shit yeah, and they will take yeah. anything from you that they can. So every space has to be filled with a joke. And if it's not, or, or a sound or something, then he's just like, a, ah, kind of freaks out and it's weird. But that's a comedian. Well, I, well that yeah, that's the nature of comedians is they... They turn like I. It's hard to find a comedian who comes from a not fucked up background, right? Yeah, or at least a good one. Yeah, yeah. Like it's hard to find. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, so that that makes a lot of sense. Um, I I don't know how to say. I think he. So the thickness of the paragraphs the the bits that he does that are so thick i think he could do a little more work to tell a little more of a story and find a little more of a theme for an hour long special and and i he's he writes jokes so brilliantly he is capable i'm pretty sure he's capable of doing that wait well, he needs a show 
Yeah. Not just his podcast. God, his, his, he would be great yeah. on a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like well, as the lead, as well, the like first, he's, he's first the, of all. Tuesdays with stories started from them watching Seinfeld on Tuesdays as kids. Oh, right. that's Tuesdays with stories. Yeah, I could be wrong about the Tuesdays part. Colin, also from their show, Colin. Um, but both of them, he Joe List grew up in Boston, and Mark grew up in Louisiana. Two completely different languages than the ones they are. Two completely different like dialects of English that they have. Are now they've been turned into Seinfeldian New York, yeah. like Queens, Brooklyn. <laughs> they've like, just adopted. This is that. like a whole yeah thing now. Yeah, so now they've just they it's just their voice now. That's how like into it they are. So like when Seinfeld comes and now like he he writes like a sitcom right like yeah. he would be an excellent yeah. showrunner. Yeah, uh, like a head. Well, I don't know about showrunner, but a head writer. Yeah. He would be an excellent head writer for a show that he was the lead in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and it's a crying shame that we're in an era now where like the sitcom, the 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 half hour network sitcom, is just a fucking shit show. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say dead, and I'm like, no, no, no. I think it's oversaturated. Yeah, right. It's not dead. Like we we just finished watching all of Modern Family. Mm-hmm. And Modern Family is surprisingly very good. Yeah. It's surprisingly very good. Which is weird. It's, it's a weird thing. Like, but it's you, like you, the last hurrah of the sitcom. Yeah. But did they go out on a high like Seinfeld did where you're like, oh. No, they, they definitely declined in the okay, later okay. seasons. Okay. I was and, then more, they, yeah. and then they went out. I, I think they, they may have been still number one or whatever, but like. From a from a critical standpoint, from if you're asking my opinion, I think it definitely declined in later seasons. Yeah, they started with a bang, rose to a climax, and then kind of declined, and then called it quits. Yeah, when, versus Seinfeld was like number yeah. one when they like, they Numero stopped Numero when it was uno. yeah yeah the yeah. best like. greatest sitcom ever, <laughs> you know, um, and I but I think Mark Norman would be very very good in that setting. Hmm. Uh, which is a shame because I don't think it's going to ever happen in his lifetime. <laughs> I think I think society is kind of done with that. Yeah, you want to hear something even more? Um, sad's the wrong word, but like br- brutal is also the wrong word. Whatever's in between that, I'm gay. Uh, Pat Oswalt's one of his first starts was on Seinfeld. He had a little tiny, oh, yeah. tiny, tiny part. I remember so, it. I was watching comedians in cars getting coffee, which is Jerry Seinfeld's show on Netflix. Uh, and he's like, I met this guy because he had a small part in this little show called Seinfeld and it showed like his little clip. But I'm like, oh, little Pat. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's like where his writing shit started or if he was already good. And they're like, get this guy's face on our TV show. So well, people it's always start a combination. Hiring. Yeah. Like he has. Yeah. A, yeah. Patton Oswalt has a look. Yeah. So it's kind an of an attitude that is a nerdy kind of soft boy. Yeah. So it's kind of a shame and a loss that Mark can't get besides like Rogan because Rogan now loves him type of thing. That's but he, helpful. Yeah, you can't. He, there's no. <laughs> Rogan's huge. Yeah, there's no Seinfeld to jump onto. Well, there's. Yeah, there's no outlet. I don't. That's the problem. Yeah. I, I don't. I think he is a, an utter. In fact, here let let's just go through. I'm just gonna go through some of the ones that I starred that yeah. I didn't have categories for, but I thought were utterly brilliant yeah. jokes. If you hit my favorite on this one. I'm gonna down the string. Okay. Which is a three quarter. Uh, <laughs> You motherfucker. Okay, his <laughs> abortion bit. Yeah, <laughs> which one? When he talks, <laughs> there's, well, like there's a whole paragraph yeah. about yeah. it. Uh, but he t- the the thing that is so fucking hilarious is when he talks. He does the abortion bit, mm-hmm. which is already funny, and then he's like, "Yeah, I got a friend who works at Planned Parenthood." And I'm like, nah, I think I'm going to get rid of the bit. And she's like, you got to keep no, it. And I'm like, bit. nah, I'm yeah. going to get rid of it. And you got to keep it. <laughs> nah, I'm going to get rid of it. And you got to keep it. And he just does it until the, yeah. the audience gets it. Yeah. Like, it's a, it is, it was. By the way, perfect. So yeah. goddamn brilliant. Yeah. Perfect fluff, by the way, for being like non or all disclosure or non-disclosure. What am I saying? Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Perfect fluff. Perfect fluff. What do you mean? Fluff. Back and forth. Back and forth. Let's wait for the audience to get it and laugh and laugh and laugh. A minute can go by. Two minutes, three minutes, four, however long it needs to be until everyone starts laughing. Like fluff. If he needed it, which he doesn't. Oh, to like fill time, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah. Well, he... First of all, 
already he's he's already done a bunch of backflips in that bit yeah yeah. about like no somebody not liking the abortion bit and and, hey i had an abortion like well i think (laughs) i think last week was way worse yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so there's a bunch of like you never know quite know where he stands, mm-hmm. which is perfect because, and he makes a point of it. He's like, "I'm just telling yeah. Joe. I'm just assembling words to, like, elicit a laugh." Hey, you know what else he's doing? That's classic comedian is saying shit you wouldn't say out loud. Yeah, like literally that oh, abortion yeah. joke. He like, does a lot of. What that. do you mean you wouldn't have that? I did that twice last week, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, I, you wouldn't say that out loud," but you're like, "Oh, that's why I'm fucking laughing right now." <laughs> you wouldn't say that to someone in an abortion clinic. Yeah, no, <laughs> he, yeah, he uh, again. The purpose of comedy is to. Yeah like release that pressure valve that all of us have uh, to like yeah. say the things that we don't, that, that we all think are true, but we yeah. don't believe we can yeah. say out loud without risking, you know, social punishment. Which good transition into the, the politically incorrect speakeasy. Oh going yeah. Going down and sliding the door what's open. The like keyword? what's the password? Retarded. Get in there. Get in there. <laughs> Midget. Mm. Again, mm. that's very like uh, a, yeah. Uh, that's a zing. He, like he does a lot of zings. Yeah. At the he does a lot of like punchline. Yeah. Ha-ha! It's that weird Italian like oh like the you got the it's yeah. a zing it's the yeah. sauce on top it's <laughs> he, like cherry. he'll say it's the, the joke yeah. and then he'll be like whoa 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 <laughs> like he yeah. does a lot of that uh, but he comes ah, he comes yeah. by it honestly but it's really funny it really really works for him yeah because he's also just goofy. Yeah, he yeah he's he is a goofball. And he plays it and he knows how to play. He's it. an he's a natural goofball. Okay, yeah. the other one well, that I the well, other hang on. the end of that abortion joke was he he goes it's my body of work and I'll do what I want with it. Yeah, and she goes every joke's a miracle. Every joke's a miracle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God, this is the like he's like the epitome of I don't know if, I guess punch up like punching up your own jokes type of yes. thing. Like yeah, he's clearly. Like, yes, absolutely. And that's kind of what I'm getting at with the paragraphs of jokes. Like, he he finishes a joke and and very strongly continues. Yeah. Like, there's a lot more. Like, yeah. and the, the, the abortion bit is a very good example. He does a full series of, like, punchlines yeah. with that. And then he like tags on and it turns out that's a whole nother bit. So like he does the, uh, you know, about the lady coming up to him, uh, you know, after the, after the show and saying, I don't like, you know, and he does a whole series of that. And then he goes, yeah, my friend at Planned Parenthood doesn't like that. And then he goes into a whole nother series. Yeah. Like it's way more than he thought it was. I think he slid a, I'm going to see you tonight anyway in there too. Somewhere where the girl's like, you can't have abortion. We are. Oh, yeah. 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 Just say that. It's just it's a throw in. It's a zing. He has a lot of little throw ins. It's like, yeah, if they work, they work. But yeah, but it's almost like a 30 rock mentality where he's just like rapid firing punchlines. And it's like, yeah, two out of three of these might not land with any given audience. But one out of three is going to land. Yeah. And he's just rapid firing and he kind of and that's how he gets his roll on. Like that's how he gets the rolling little like giggle and laugh that that is so important in a stand up special. Mm. Like this undergirding kind of like. Like that rhythm, he finds it. At, by just rapid firing punchlines, mm-hmm. and and they're clearly and they're also not, they're not just like obvious throwaways. They're very well written. Like he's a very intelligent writer. Well, I'm you know, and just to like break it down to brass tacks, I feel like he just write. He's like, what are the five biggest issues we have? Racism. So we talk about cops and the polar yeah. bear. The polar bear thing was fucking hilarious. Like, why are polar bears white? Well, they. They figured out if you're a brown bear, the cops will shoot you. Okay, so just this is this was the only the other bit that I that I had a star next to was the uh, whites only, blacks only. Yeah. God, what did Asian people yeah, do? Yeah. <laughs> like that was. I was wearing a triangle hat. That, like that bit was so fucking smart. It, it didn't. It was so good. It didn't make me laugh. Yeah. It was so good. I was like, "Oh my god! I have to yeah. stop everything." <laughs> that is Hang such on. a I fucking brilliantly, <laughs> like, like it's so it's so quick and efficient. It's so poignant. 
And it's something that no one else has ever said. Yeah. And it's so ironic that it that it it surpassed laughter yeah. into like, oh my god, yeah. I have to sit down now. Yeah, but it's all it's the super obvious, like fucking duh. Like, right. <laughs> but yeah. also it was right there for yeah, the taking. Yeah. yeah. Why hasn't yeah. any like in in a day and age that is saturated with stand-up comedy, yeah. why has that I've never heard that bit before. Yeah. Like this guy fucking hit like oil. He struck yep. black gold, yep. you know? Yeah. Like he just <laughs> Oh my god, that bit was so <sighs> funny. It was brilliant. Um oh, there's one up like that about uh little little people as well, which one they don't want to be called that, which is funny now. And two, it's like women, you're just like just under men. You talk about like, oh, our ceiling's not high enough. Yeah. And the little person's like, you're talking about the ceiling? Yeah. We can't even reach the counter, baby. Like, I'm working for the counter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, like he did a lot of, I think, so this was in the later half where I was kind of like. In and out? Yeah, it was in and out. Um, but he t- his bits on uh, like calling women the C word. Like, I think the C word is fat. Like, I think calling women fat is way yeah, worse, yeah. you know? Yeah, they don't check the mirror like, ah, I'm, gonna, I'm looking a little cunty today. Maybe, yeah, I'll, yeah. you know, maybe I'll touch it up. <laughs> he also, the, uh, that was another um, another one of the bits that really made me laugh. Like, thin when he talks about thin privilege. Oh, like, I can't my be privileged. God. You yeah. can do it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I was going to bring this up from a fucking moral standpoint. Like, uh, hey, let's all be inclusive and ship. However, if there's an opportunity, an equal opportunity for you to also achieve this, and it's not that difficult, or it's difficult too much for you to do. Yeah, it can't be a privilege well, if yeah. you can do it. Why don't, <laughs> why don't you address your own problem and that fucking point of personal privilege? That's exactly what this is. And then he kind of comes back around when he's talking about like uh, guys being tall and women being yeah. fat. Yeah, like, like you can change he, yours. He's making yeah. the same point yeah. again. You're like, hey man, it's it's I can't gain any height. Like, yeah, and like again, the purpose of comedy, he's he's making us laugh while he's introducing, yeah, like a, a necessary societal like, hey, you're also full of shit. <laughs> you, these are things you think, and they are full of shit, hey, and you a, are full of this shit. This is a perfect tie into this. Another comedian, John Panette, out of uh, Boston, big fat guy, amazing, very well gone. And RIP. But I hope that's our next one because I love him so much. He talked about he had a bit where he's like, I'm I'm sticking up for all of us type of thing. And it was the extended TV warranty. He's like, what do I need an extended warranty for? And the Best Buy guy's like, in case the TV breaks. And his argument was, if the TV breaks, I'm not going to fucking buy it. And the guy's <laughs> like, and his eyes rolled back in his head. And I think he passed out for a second and then came back. It was like, you need the extended warranty. And he's like, what do I need? If-? And it was just this whole loop. And he's like, I'm sticking up for all of us because it's wrong. And they're fucking us in the ass. That's what I had with this, this Mark Norman thing of like, somebody's got to say it. Somebody's got to yeah, say he, it. For, for being so low key, he has a lot of like. Yeah. That was another theme that I noticed. I, I didn't, I didn't have was, specific bits. But- and it was asked the exact same way every time. Why are we thinking about this this way? Why isn't this right? Yeah. What about this? He, he comes at it very low key and he kind of, there's something about his delivery that yeah, is it's very like his like, honest voice. Yeah, guy next door. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to worry about me. I'm just over here. It's his just, honest yeah. voice. It's his, and I'm then really, he's also like, yeah. hey, what about fucking this and that? Yeah. And, and like the things that come out, uh, like his pedophile <laughs> section. Yeah. Like, uh, there's something there's something about him talking about pedophiles that are just kind of like this and just him being just like this yeah. and like and like, like the bit where he goes he talks about like uh you know I used to like grape juice ah, now fuck. I like wine and uh dreams being finished is that the one yeah. <laughs> damn it I heard you and I'm like I'm going to try to be quiet I, I, I think I think that was mine too <laughs> like holy hell that was close <laughs> it was that it was the holy hell that well, was the, close the bit if you it got me so fucking yeah. rolling if y'all don't remember the bit was so when I was in 3rd grade I liked 3rd graders and when I grew up I ended up liking older women also when I was in 3rd grade I liked grape juice and when I grew up I liked wine but I still like grape juice. But I also like grape juice. How did my brain know how to change between the two? <laughs> Holy hell! Like, <laughs> that was a close one. Yeah. 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 That that bit was hilarious. Again, a fucking duh. Like, 
It's no right there for the taking. Not, like, you, you can like shit from your childhood. Just not. It's been right there for the taking yeah, this whole just, time. Just not people. It's been there for decades. Oh we've, we've known about this for decades, and it was right there for the taking, and nobody said it. And then finally he was like, all right, I'll get it. <sighs> like a well, ripe grape. I'll, I'll go ahead and pick that one up. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and he, a lot of his bits are kind of like that. He, it, it, there was something Jerry Seinfeld-esque about yeah. it. Yeah. He's a, just it, picking up on shit. It's that, like an F you for making me laugh feeling, too. Like, a, yeah. damn it, you got me. No, no, no. Damn. Yeah, he's uh, he's he does very, very well at the... He... he I thought observational humor was kind of dead because all the observations have kind of been tried, you know? Yeah. It's it's the like there it becomes rote and tropey. Yep. Mm-hmm. He somehow makes it brand new and brilliant. It, it, it he is doing like a Jerry Seinfeld esque kind of observational thing. Yeah, but he, uh, he one he has more edge than Jerry Seinfeld. Like he's he's willing to talk about edgier topics than yeah. than Jerry Seinfeld is. But also he is making kind of brand new connections that we haven't that that kind of like tried and true genre of comedy hasn't yet done yeah Uh, but i also think it's it's again it's the classic with a twist it's the arnold palmer with a little bit of vodka in it like what's (laughs) going on here um well he's got the pure observational but it's about modern-esque topics we've always had problems here we've always had problems but now that there are like full up bubbled up problems according to whoever He's talking about him because he's like, no one else is talking about it. We got to talk about it. Just the same thing with the Louis retarded thing. Like, can we fucking talk about it, please? Why are we talking about this? Well, but that and that only works because he has. So this is one thing that's so important with comics. He has a, a compassionate take on it. Yeah. If you're paying attention to what he's doing. Yeah. Um, there's, of course, you know, God, we live in an age where everything can be fucking brought back around on you and like Twitter will just like hate you. Yeah. You're the you're the villain of the week or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he does a good job. If you're actually listening to what he's saying, he's actually saying saying something pretty compassionate about the like the fun that he's making. And I that is a a key to comedy, at least modern comedy. Like, you can't just be like, look at these fucking Jews. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, uh, and maybe that could be done successfully in, like, a different time in history. But, of course, now everyone would be like, hey, you fucking racist. Get the fuck off. Like, we're not going to, I don't care if it's funny or not. That's fine. Like, you have to have a slightly compassionate um, angle for, like, the group you're making fun of. And, like, a, a lot of his midget bits even though he's kind of making fun of that predicament, he's also, he's like, this isn't fair for us either lady. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's also having a compassionate angle and that's why the audience stays with him. Yeah. There's always a, what about them? Or what about us? Or what about this? Or what about, um, I wouldn't, I won't even say compassionate. I think it's more of like a, a trust from the audience, which I guess is kind of what compassion is, but it's a trust like a... Well, he's genuinely trying to insert an empathetic, like, he's making us laugh, and while we're vulnerable and laughing, he's inserting an empathetic, like, oh, yeah. fuck, I've never even thought about it. Like, that, mm-hmm. that would be difficult. Yeah. Like, oh, God, it, oh, uh, yeah, maybe... Oh, like, that happens all subconsciously, but again, we're back to the, what is the point of comedy mm. in society? This is the point. It, it is to get people to like take down their barriers, come out from their fucking fortresses of self-protection, experience some joy and some camaraderie. Yeah. And while we're doing that, to, to insert some new ideas to consider. You Release know? some of the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Like to, to just like pretend for a second that what you said on Twitter doesn't automatically, utterly define you forever. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, like it, yeah. there, there's an absurdity to the society that we've like created. Oh yeah, well, good bit about that too is the Caitlyn Jenner one, where, yes. I, where I was like, oh, perfect, Fucking perfect, f- perfect. Yes, perfect. Yeah, that, like this so is what comedy's he's for. He's like, Caitlyn Jenner's great. I don't think so. 
Like, I don't a, think she's that great. She's a piece of shit. <laughs> like she ran somebody over with a yeah. car. <laughs> and you get a sex change and it's all forgiven. She's against oh, okay. gay marriage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not Mark anymore. I'm Margaret. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, funny bit. And yes. also think, very necessary statement think about to be it. made. Yeah. You know? What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck is what going on What is happening? Yeah. Like we're all nuts. It's over. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but if you just come at it straight, if yeah. you just come at it like, hey, you know what? Here's my opinion about that. It's so easy for the uh, the radicals in society to then uh, virtue signal and posture in such a way that, that nobody else is, whoa, you care about this way more than me, so mm-hmm. you go ahead. And nobody nobody cares about it enough to be like, hey, what you're saying about this person who shared their opinion is fucking wrong and ridiculous. Yeah. Nobody will do that because then it turns into get them. Yeah. Social battle. Yeah. And yeah. so like, so you can't just have a discussion in the like, you know, public square, so to speak. But what you can do is you can make people laugh about the exact topic that you would discuss. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, just the jester looking at the king going, look how ludicrous yeah, the this situation has is. No clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's That's, silly. The emperor has no yeah. clothes is the root of uh, all important stand-up comedy. Like stand-up comedy is designed to tell the emperor that he has no clothes. Mm. And 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 to get everyone else to go like Oh God, you're right. We yeah. have been pretending. Yeah, and remember, we're we've all, been pretending. Yeah. Remember, we're all people here. Yeah, there's some meat under those clothes too. And like, th- and that's why I don't like. Uh, there are certain standups, and no one comes to mind specifically. But when it happens, I'm like, Oh, I'll say him. Who are they? You're not using it right. You're you're not you're you're using the emperor has no clothes idea to get us further away, away from the truth. I, like, I don't like that. Nanette. I don't know what that lady's name, things, person's name was. Because <laughs> I don't think it's either. <laughs> I don't think it's in that. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, that's the name of the special. What? That's the name of the the the, the, the piece. Nanette. Yeah. N- un- yeah, Nanette, right? You're talking about Hannah Gads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the first one where it was like, I have to tell everybody everything. Like, yeah. uh, okay. So I don't, I don't hate that. Yeah. Uh, and Burt Kreischer made a really, really great off-the-cuff joke about like, yeah, well, that was before Dave Chappelle did it. When a guy did it, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> a black guy, too. Like, and so, double Which down. is also a great use of comedy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, but it's I, the, That's a controversial one. It's the trying to make it... I don't think she was com- moving us further away from the truth, though. No, it was I really... I think she a, just wasn't... It was really a dig. At yeah. how stale it can be, and you may. We s- should watch her second special for the next time. Her second special. Okay. <laughs> Might as well just watch both and have a comparison on the same show. We okay. I'm yeah. done. Okay. Let's watch them both. Okay. Because she actually does a, a more traditional like stand-up special yeah. the next time. Yeah. And it's kind of like to prove she can. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm at, just like make the first one not a special. Just call it something else. I don't know. Why I, claim why claim the genre? I liked it in terms of I didn't say it was bad. No, no, no. Uh, just like you didn't say thing. Yeah, nobody just, nobody thinks it's bad. Everyone who who kind of has some critique about it. Yeah. The critique comes in some kind of form of like that's not stand-up comedy. Yeah, maybe it should be called a discussion like piece that's a or TED something talk like or, yeah, or, yeah, or a, talk. a one-woman show or yeah. you know, like there's something about that. Um, I actually don't mind because it, I uh, like it, I think it was in key. Anyway, we, we should do this next week. Cause we're not talking about the special that we watched. Okay. We should uh, like, I, I, but I think we should, I think we should watch them both. Yeah. Let's do, let's do, do both of them. I think they're on Netflix. I think they're both on Netflix yeah. still. Yeah. Let's do both of them next week and then we'll get into, uh, the purpose of comedy, <laughs> which is one of my favorite topics. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay, so we've already kind of spilled the beans. Oh, what you want to already get the favorites? 
Well, so do, you have, do you have anything else? I might have some things still. Um, All right, go go for it. So I'm trying to like juggle because we were we were talking about how he just addresses every topic for the most part. It's kind of like he's just yeah. He, all the he's, he's like running through yeah. the major topics. He just has the 2020 almanac and he's like problems section and he's like okay yeah. this one's next. So oh man, I definitely had it. Oh, <laughs> one of the bits was him going to school on roller skates. It's <laughs> <He was> like, <laughs> yeah, you I fucking yeah, pussy, you pussy so much yeah. since winter. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. I know what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good eye on you, good egg. Uh, you see where I got good egg from? Yeah, it's from Marky Mark. Um, he's got him, a lot him, again. Him. Oh zings. yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. got a lot of little he's, zings. He's an eighty-year-old person. Yeah, a 30, 30 something year old hey, body. Come like, on, hey, come on, kids. Ah, he oh, does a lot where ah, he waves his hands yeah, in the yeah. air. Ah. He's cartoonish. Like, he needs a fucking show. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. Somebody buy him. <laughs> That's probably not good. Um, so when he talked about uh, pets, like the uh, how <laughs> pets are sexually harassed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, we're not even talking about the real victims of sexual harassment. <laughs> pets. Like what? <laughs> and the three guys laugh in the audience because nobody yeah. gets it. <laughs> yeah, right. That fucking had me roaring. So I'm like, I you know, know exactly. I know where he's Listen, going. Just can we pause for a second? All of his audience call-outs, there was like one person yeah. in the audience. Oh, the best one was a lesbian one. <laughs> where he's like, there any lesbians here? Thank you. Like, <laughs> well, she clapped once. Oh, oh God. <laughs> just the, 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 uh, any gay guys in the audience? Hey, thanks for coming thanks out. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> <laughs> like cheap. Cheap, and I fucking laughed. Cheap, and I fucking laughed, damn it. That's such damn a it. great little yeah. joke. Yeah. You know... I was, I've been thinking about, you know, that's for people that don't go to comedy clubs, which actually I can say I am one. I haven't been to a lot. I just feel like I've been there because I'm in that world now. My yeah. head's in that headspace. Yeah. The but, best I can but, do is go to going to like headliners in Orlando. Yeah. I mean, the Orlando like, Improv. But not like actual comedy clubs. The Orlando Improv's big now. It is. It's, yeah. it's very big. But it is on iDrive, which is far, pretty far from us. But you in my experience, I only yeah. go there when I'm yeah. going to see like headliners. Yeah, I'm going true. to see somebody who's working yeah. out their hour. Yeah, I'm not going to see like like yeah, you're uh, right. it's not like in New York where you just pop into yeah. a club and you see what's. Well, up. I mean, they have everything. Open there. Mic yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Like, it's I mean, not that at all. If we have anything close to Orlando, it's like a Coca Coca Club would be the uh, Side Splitters in Tampa. I think the one in Ebor. Yeah, I was gonna say the closest we get to it to honestly is like Saks. Well, even that is improv. But it's in yeah. right. That's yeah. what I mean. It's like a it's like a pre second city. It's where, where literally Wayne Brady came literal from. Literal up yeah. and comers are actually yeah. working out their yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, and you can just pop in and see. Yeah. And, uh, but it's not stand up. It's improv. No, it's improv, which yeah. I mean is just I would argue is just as funny if they're good, because <laughs> that's well, where it can fucking fail it's, miserably. <laughs> like uh, th those are the two primary highways into. Yeah, a, like a comedy. You an open mic or an improv? It's yeah. really kind of like yeah. yeah. Or you're just. But, there, but there's not a good open mic or, uh, or even just like a a comedy club. There's no, no cellar. There's no, there's no. Yeah. There's no. You know, there's, there's no, no club store. There's no. Like, there is a there is a scene here in downtown, but you got to find them. You got to know right. what days you they're got, on. Like, you you got to you have to know somebody yeah. and like. Oh, it's I so mean, touristy it's, in Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Like so, yeah. so the only thing that draws it are like known comics, yeah, who can pull a crowd or someone that's related they, to a then, booker. Or so, like, like yeah. uh, Laura Bites, who is uh, I went to go see Steve. Steve Holmes was the last comic I saw live before the is fucking that Pete's quarantine. Dad? And Laura Bites, oh my god! Wasn't she just on Rogan? She was just yeah. on Rogan, and yeah. she is a goddamn killer. Sweet, she is a fucking murderer. Awesome. She is hilarious. Like I like I love Pete Holmes. He's he's maybe my favorite stand-up comic just for me. Wait, personally. was she after Pete Holmes? She was the opener. Oh, she I, thought was said, opener I thought you on said his latest. You tour. definitely said Steve Holmes. Oh, did I? Yes, you did. And I was like, is that his dad? And you blew Pete past Holmes. it. <laughs> I don't think I did. But what? Okay. Well, the recording will prove prove me wrong or right. Pete Holmes, <laughs> call it. Laura Bites was his opener on his, um, I can't remember what his, it's his album that he has, it's his latest special that hasn't come out yet. Mm. It's gonna come out. Mm. I'm sure he's gonna shop around mm. after pandemic-y, you know? Um, but uh, we saw, my wife and I saw Laura, B and we were like, who the fuck is yeah. this? She is a 
killer. She yeah. is a fucking serial killer. Yeah. Uh, she was great. And then she was on Rogan uh, recently. And she is, she's like, honestly, the Rogan interview, she's, it just turns into a real interview. Oh, it's like, yeah. she doesn't really like kill on in the interview. Mm. She on stage is a killer. But that's the only way I can find like up and comers. Like, okay open micers or you know like yeah, we do kind of have it weird here but so what i'm getting at is those weird little quips the anyone here gay thanks for coming out like oh damn it he got me <laughs> yeah yeah but because we don't we don't explore we don't get to explore a scene like you do in new york or la or i mean now texas and all these places yeah, all austin's fucking, about to blow up and it, yeah. if you want to go to, yeah. if you want to start a career in stand-up yeah fucking move the to time austin is right now. now the time is now yeah um but it's kind of like, it, it, again, it's that like trustworthy invitation in like everybody's here together and I know I'm on YouTube or Netflix or wherever I'm going to fucking be. So let's do a joke that everyone can kind of giggle at. Let's break the ice. It's like an icebreaker almost. Well, and I think I think he comes by it on. I think he yeah. just does that shit all well, the time. I, I mean, th he's it's almost like dad jokes, but it's elevated. It's not like dad jokes in a cringy, like embarrassing way. Yeah, it's dad jokes in a way that's like, God damn. Damn it, that's funny. Yeah, well, Tim being like, a nervous Nelly, he's like, fill the silence, fill the silence. Don't yeah. die. Don't fall off. <laughs> yeah. Don't Just, die. Well, again, it comes down to the rapid fire punchlines yeah. too. So he can get he can get away with a few that yeah. don't land. Yeah. Because there's so many coming at you so quick. Mm -hmm. And so you know, like, hey, maybe that one that one didn't get you, but you know, the next the next three, yeah. one Just of them's wait. gonna get you. Just wait. Yeah, yeah. But um, the pets, the pets one. It's, I won't say it's my favorite because I have I, I had fucking bullets in the queue ready to go. But the next topic I wanted to bring up because I know we're kind of like running out. Maybe our last one um, is just the pets being funny with like a Louis thing. The, the pets Chihuahua was funny. On the stand. That was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But I meant I meant just him like uh, sexual harassment just to pets <laughs> alone. Just a, just that weird Asian spin that he did with the black and white water fountains, like the right. separate segregation. And he's like, yeah, her sexual harassment of pets. Like what? What do you say? Well, it's, again, it's, it's right there for the taking. For the taking, no one thought about no, it. It's like observation. It's that, Seinfeld esque yeah, the observation. Weird, the weird pet where you ended the, on the tail, that, the like weird oh, pet where you <laughs> dressed, that yeah. was. And they're shameless. They have that, nothing. That they, was a high point in that yeah. bit. Yeah. Of like and his face, like, where you're like oh god, that <laughs> is weird, isn't it? <laughs> and I will personal truth, point of personal privilege. I fucking hate cats. Hate. They're disgusting, yeah, I don't like horrible creatures that have been in our background that have always hunted us as monkeys and people. And I they're fucking hate too, them. They're only too small to kill us. And they're too conniving and they should all burn in fire. Now, if they were bigger, they, we would all I, be dead. I, they, we would be living yeah, in a cat society yeah, because they would have yeah, murdered all of yeah. us. But someone in Egypt figured it out, so we're good to go. Um, I will argue that cats are the funniest fucking creatures on earth. Sorry, dog. However, they're so like um, neurotic. And, Look at him. Uh, yeah. Jonah, he's like, my he's, dog literally like, looked up when he's like, said I know that. what you're talking about. He's this like, is bullshit. Hey, fuck you. Yeah. I'm funny. Oh, bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> fuck it, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, but his take on the dog is like, um, oh, I love you. You're here type of like, you know, whatever. And the cat was like, I'll fucking touch you if you touch me. Don't fucking touch me. Yeah. You're not allowed to touch this pussy. He's like, now hang on while I stare out the window for an hour. And right there, right there is when I started crying. Cause it was so fucking funny. Like God, cause cats are so stupid yeah, or cats. they're just like, I don't care about anything. I'm just going to stare at this window for an hour, not well, move. Like, and there's, there is something <laughs> funny about taking a controversial, like taking a hard controversial stand on something that doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah like right. that, that yes. is funny. Yeah. What is that? Called? Um, uh, chaotic neutralism or something like that. Like making like, Oh, the lights are too bright here. Like fuck off, like wear a hat. Like there, it's not it's nothing you have to worry about type well, of thing. So like the I think the mechanics of that are there are people who really fucking care about like yeah. I'm a cat person. Yeah. I'm a dog yeah. person. Yeah. And like ultimately what that bit does is it it's calling those people out to like hey come on confess. Yeah. You're a piece of you shit. Know, yeah. For that <laughs> you like that's completely ridiculous and you're being a piece of shit. Like I'm a dog person, but if anyone is like. Well, I'm a cat person. I wouldn't be like, 
we have to fight now. Yeah, now we fight. <laughs> and there, there are people out there who feel that way. And that, that whole bit kind of calls into question, like, again, point of comedy. This is yeah. the point yeah. of comedy, yeah. like, in society. It's to call out the bullshit that we all cling to. Well, how about... And hopefully release us from it. This is the real last point. He's a master of turning the fucking page. Remember we were... Oh, did we talk about it here or on another podcast that we might be on? <laughs> Um, of how pure, how like pure, unadulterated comedy is. Everyone's on the same page, and the comedian will flip the page before everyone else, and start to read the first like line on the next page. For I the, have not heard you say that specifically, but oh, I definitely some, agree with the analogy. Some, something like it. I completely agree yeah, with that. Yeah, that is yeah. a good. That's analogy. funny because you said the that. The comedian shit. Yeah. flips the page. Yeah, and is before there before we get there, peeking over the top of the page, yeah. like come on, I'm and right waiting here. for everybody yes. to to, to so, read what's on the page. Yeah. So when he starts it, the sexual harassment. On the same page, like, oh, here we fucking go. Which way is he gonna go? And he goes fucking pets and turns the page like to right. fucking animals. Like, what the fuck? Okay. And then we all have to read pets <laughs> and animals, and, we'll, and then and yeah. then the laughs kind of like he's already yeah. there, and we're and he's waiting yeah. for us to get yeah. there. Tension snapped, yeah. like gone. Like it was pure tension, ready to go, and then boop, like the yeah. rubber band snapped on you. But he's a master at the literally the one-two punch. Yeah, yeah. Sexual it, well, harassment colon. All pets. of his jokes are kind of one-two punches. It's like I mean, basics. You, it's it, he's a master of fundamentals. It's physics. It's phonics. It's phonics. It's phonics. Phonics <laughs> physics. He just does it. It's perfect comedy. Like well, th yeah. Even that, like that alone, is a hilarious joke. Like so, let's just take a moment to appreciate a one-word joke. Comedy. comedy. <laughs> like that's a fucking that is hilarious. Yeah. Like comedy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it says there's so much in it and it makes me laugh almost every time. I mean it's literally become our like sign on, sign yeah. off kind of like there is something in that that is so just uh transrational, it's past words, yeah, and like only he can do it. Too like he <laughs> by his honest just yeah. like ha -ha! like he like he he could just comes by that attitude so honestly mm -hmm. uh yeah all so right it's like a like a prereq but yeah we're we're arriving at the end okay so favorite bit I'll go favorite bit first <laughs> when they're when he's talking about uh, arbitrary likes and sexiness about how leopard print and he's like how do yellow and brown spots seem sexy oh. Actually, you know what? I'll I'll, yeah, I'll use my own underwear that are stained with yellow and brown spots and see if we call those sexy. Like, whatever. Fuck, dude. I it's lost a, it. He's a, we'll call those skid marks. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've already talked about it, but mine was definitely the... Uh, yeah, I cleared that with my friend from Planned Parenthood. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to keep it. She's yeah. like, you got to <laughs> keep, keep it. it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to get rid of it. You got to keep it. Yeah, I'm going to get rid of it. And like the more he did that. It's my body of work. Joke's oh a miracle. Oh, my God. That yeah. was a brilliant yeah. joke. Yeah. And, and, it, and yeah. I, was, I was laughing hysterically. Kudos, hats off, comedy, sex, gay, mother, queef, Oh, and then he, he ends with... I'm Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he signs yeah. off. I'm Kevin I'm Hart. Kevin Hart. I'm gay. He just says a bunch of bullshit at the end. Oh, I love it. But that's his thing. And that's where the Ollie's like freaking rapid fire well, like, machine gun punch. Yeah. None yep. of this is real. Yeah. Like, he might as well just be repeating. None of this is real. Yeah. We've all been having a fun time with real fantasy fun times. Yep. Like this is not real. Comedy. Peace out. Don't, Comedy. Get it, don't get it twisted. Yeah. All right. Thank you. You've been a great audience. 